1: Yeah, it's the mike slater show on san diego's talk am 760 hey there slater crusaders my name is luke penrose in for mike slater this week good to be with you thank you for spending time with us here on san diego's talk am 760 as uh, the forecast does call for rain i want to first and foremost advise you to a stay tuned Uh, to San Diego's talk AM 760 for the latest uh, in traffic information and weather information and B listen to me as I help you get through uh, what could be a more challenging drive uh, for wherever you're going or from wherever you're coming Uh, because the roadways are going to be packed. Uh, We'll talk a little bit about that coming up a little bit later on in the program, the amount of travel that's going on. Um, In spite of, of all the warnings to not gather, uh, kind of flies in the face of, uh, of a state of emergency. But let's uh, get everything up to speed uh, with respect to COVID because it literally changes by the day here in San Diego. Uh, numbers are up uh, and across the nation. Numbers are up. They're calling it COVID spiking. This past week, uh, New York City and D.C., Washington, D.C., uh, are at like among the highest levels they've been at. Uh, they're at Delta levels. Of COVID cases. By the way, when did these things become cases? I mean, aren't they rates? Like, is there a caseworker working on these? I I don't understand. Legal battles. Uh, They're calling them case cases of COVID, as if you have to have a casework manager reviewing all the problems that you have as a result of COVID. Uh, You know, language matters. Lou Penrose, rule number four: Words matter. Having COVID, you don't have a case. You have COVID. Anyway, D.C. and New York City uh, among the highest levels, followed by, let's see here, uh, Rhode Island, New Jersey, Connecticut, Florida, Illinois are all seeing rises in people with the COVID uh, variant infection of Omicron and Hawaii. Yeah, you know, Hawaii is interesting to me uh, because it's an island, right? And I always gave Hawaii a pass for their extraordinary restrictions hawaii and california were the last two states to end the uh, mass mandates and the uh, no indoor uh, gathering like last june and i remember thinking i don't understand what california's problem is i do get hawaii uh because it's an island right you can't uh, you got to keep your island safe because there's no place to move to so hawaii has has always had i think vaccine passports of some kind, some kind of demonstration that either you have a vaccination or you've tested negative or, you know, it handled itself the way international travel is handling, handling itself now. And yet, they're in the group of, of, uh, of six right now of states in the United States where COVID cases are rising uh, more than, the, than any other place. So the CDC says Omicron now accounts for 73% of all U.S. cases. There's that word again. That's a six-fold increase in one week. More than 1,300 Americans are still dying of COVID every day, but those deaths are almost entirely from the Delta variant as death lags several weeks behind infection. So the people that uh, were infected with the Delta variant, like in late October and November, who are succumbing from those infections, Uh, that's the numbers that you're seeing in the death count. Uh, you're not. Uh, these are not Omicron cases. In fact, we have a story here and I'll share it with you coming up about how uh, there's uh, absolute concrete uh, scientific evidence now uh, that Omicron uh, does not lead to hospitalization uh, and death. Bill Gates still out there tweeting who's been warning about the pandemics for years. Bill Gates says we could be entering the worst part of the pandemic. I've canceled most of my holiday plans. Um, so I've not yet been able I've had a fight on Twitter with a number of people. Have not yet been able to circle the square on the rationale behind testing for COVID. I've heard all kinds of, you know, news stories. People are just uh, really irritated in New York City. Uh, they're standing on in, in line. Well, they, they you stand online on the East Coast. You stand in line on the West Coast. So they're standing in line, uh, you know, to uh, for hours in the cold probably going to catch pneumonia to get tested or to get access to a test to see if their sore throat is a result of Omicron. And I said it then, and I say it now, why in the world would you test yourself if you're not feeling well? Why do you need to know what's bothering you? I mean, the whole world knows there is this respiratory illness floating around, Right? I mean, you're not going to go right to the hospital. They won't accept you anyway. If you test POT, well, A, you won't know if you have the Delta variant, the Omicron variant, or maybe you'll have the PI, the new one variant. There is no PI variant yet. You'll be the first. But you're not going to, so you're not going to know what you have. You're just going to know how you feel. Right? And, And as soon as you start feeling ill, you would. You know, stay away from people in your family anyway. Yeah, I mean, people do that all the time. Oh no, don't don't give me a hug. I'm not feeling well. Right? No kisses. I get running. No. I mean, this isn't the way we. This is the way we used to act. Has it been that long? Did we forget what it's like to actually feel sick and go upstairs and lay down? So, there's absolutely no rationale whatsoever to test yourself if you're not feeling well. Get some NyQuil, get some aspirin, get some Tylenol, get some ibuprofen, get some water, and go lay down. What the hell's wrong with you? I, I just don't understand this, this rush to get to now. If you've got to get tested because you have to be tested every twice a week to show up for work, that's a different story. But you're not waiting online for that. So I, I just, I, I, the only thing that happens when you get tested is if you do have. The Omicron variant of COVID-19, as opposed to just the flu, or as I've said, maybe you're just hungover, dehydrated, whatever, winter cold, Uh, then that number gets reported down to Dr. Wilma Wooten, and then she says, oh my gosh, COVID cases are spiking in San Diego. Let's shut down the gyms and shut down indoor dining, right? That's the only thing that could possibly happen, and you don't want that to happen because- you're going to be fine. So I'm telling don't report it. <laughs> if you're not feeling well, don't tell anybody. Keep it to yourself. Go take a nap. No good can come from a positive covid test for the omicron variant. And I would argue no good could come from a positive test personally for yourself for any reason. I mean if you have to demonstrate it to get on a plane, if you've got to demonstrate a negative test to get into, you know, If you demonstrate a negative test for your job, fine. Then go ahead and keep testing yourself. Let us not become a nation where we're testing ourselves to show that we're negative to nobody. All kinds of trolls on Twitter saying that I'm being heartless, I only care about myself. I don't even know what that means. Well, certainly I care about myself. How am I harming you by not testing myself? There's a mind warp going on out there where people think that people who are unvaccinated are unhealthy. That would be the case with Dr. Fauci. We'll get to that in a minute. And therefore should be disinvited to the Christmas dinner and that you have some obligation to show society that you're not positive. This sounds selfish. It isn't. But here it is. If you have a fever, you are under a moral, ethical, and logical obligation to quarantine yourself. And that's been uh, forever. I mean, that's not now. If you have pink eye, you have the same moral, ethical, and logical obligation. Right? You know you're sick. You know you're contagious. So don't go on out there to a bar and... And then start making out with some girl you meet on the stool next year. I mean, you, you're sick. That's not good. If you're not sick or you are sick but asymptomatic, you have zero moral, ethical, or logical obligation to your fellow San Diegan. That's not being selfish. There's no other way to live your life. If there's nothing wrong with you, there's nothing wrong with you. And if there, is, if there is a virus floating through your body, but you're asymptomatic, you're, 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 your immune system must be so strong that it's keeping it down. You still could conceivably give it to somebody else, I guess. But you had no way of knowing it. So you are under no moral, ethical, or logical obligation to be testing yourself just to prove that you're negative so you can be a good person. It's absurd. But that's the direction this is all going. All right, Dr. Fauci, he has come clean on how many people uh, constitute a big party. Uh, So uh, check your guest list, uh, and I'll uh, square it with you. That's coming up next. Lou Penrose in for Mike Slater on The Mike Slater Show on San Diego's Talk AM760. It is the season to be merry, and iHeartRadio has the Christmas station that's going to fit your holiday season. Santa is the DJ at North Pole Radio. Isn't that fun? Christmas favorites, fun for the kids, Christmas radio stations broadcasting live. Open the iHeartRadio app and tap the Playlist tab. Luke Penrose in for Mike Slater on the Mike Slater Show on San Diego's Talk, AM 760. Good to be with you. Happy holidays and all that good cheer. Trying uh, my best uh, to make sure that uh, I present the the news and issues of the day with a thoughtful commentary and opinion in a way that doesn't bring you down. Lots of uh, uh, stories about depression. I... I, there was, I was going to do one. I might just do it. Um, I guess. All right. We'll, 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 we'll tackle this in the, in the 2 o'clock hour. A little bit later on in the program. Uh, that uh, Christmas is very lonely for singles on the dating scene. So I might have to give dating advice uh, for all of you. Don't, just promise me you won't be glum until 2 o'clock. And then listen to what I have to say. And then I guarantee you, uh, you'll be happy. Because it is, uh, I I had been single at Christmas time too, and I was not unhappy. In fact, it is a great time to pick up Jewish girls at the bar. But we'll call, we'll, we'll we'll get all, we'll get a hold of all that first. I, I, we got to get into Doctor Fauci because he's doubling down on your Christmas dinner. Uh, he told you uh, yesterday that uh, if someone is unvaccinated, you should uh, uninvite them. If
0: someone in your family is not vaccinated, should you ask them
1: not to show up? Uh, yes, I, I would do that. I mean, I think we're dealing with a, a serious enough situation right now that if there's an unvaccinated person, I would say I'm very sorry, but not this time. Yeah. Uh, so uh, you should tell somebody that uh, is unvaccinated to go away. Uh, that was yesterday. And we talked a lot about that. Uh, and um, on, uh, on, uh, on my own radio show across the hallway in this building and down your dial on the AM radio on uh, News Radio 600 Kogo. I host the show weeknight starting at six. And I asked uh, San Diegans about that. Would you do it? Uh, we took uh, many telephone calls and a few from people that had that happen to them. I talked with a fellow uh, that was going up to his grandmother's house in Orange County. He lives in San Diego. He and his girlfriend were planning on going. Family was coming in from out of from out of state. And they made the insistence that everybody at the uh, Christmas dinner be vaccinated or else they weren't coming. So as far as uh, everyone knew, this guy from San Diego and his girlfriend were the only ones that weren't vaccinated. So they got uninvited. Told you, you can't come because you'll upset the whole family. Now, this guy uh, test has to test for work twice a week. Right. So he couldn't even de- de- you know, demonstrate a negative test to get into grandma's house uh, for Christmas dinner. That wasn't enough for these other relatives in Pennsylvania. You see what found- which, by the way, that would that would that would mean going to his own grandmother's house would be harder than going to Germany. Right. International travel. Is less restrictive than he going to his own grandmother's house. So, uh, yeah, a lot of people upset about this. I I think that is inappropriate and proper for Fauci to, to take it there with respect to people's houses. He could have just left it. Look, the information's out there. Everybody make their own choice. Just do what you think is safe. That's the right answer. The wrong answer is you should be rude, my fellow Americans. And I'll say it again. It is rude to ask somebody what their vaccination status is. It is rude. I am an expert. That matters, and it is rude. It is rude to ask somebody what their HIV status is. It is rude to ask somebody if they're on lithium or Zyprexa or Lazapine. It's also rude to recommend, unless you're a psychiatrist, that somebody go on lithium or Zyprexa. Uh, but uh, there's no getting around it. That is a rude thing to do. Uh, so he's, he's been saying now uh, we need to stop gathering in large holiday open houses and dinner parties. I had one tonight that actually got canceled, but I was going to go. My neighbor threw an open house. I think he's got really good scotch. So I was going to go, but unfortunately it got canceled. But it- Those are the kind of functions in the context of COVID and particularly in the context of Omicron that you do not want to go to. So to the extent possible, we urge you to stay away from those situations that could put you at a higher risk. Okay. And so what would be those situations, uh, sir? I mean, what you know, what what are we talking about? Define your terms, Dr. Fauci. Going to a large gathering. And there are many of these parties that have 30, 40, 50 people in which you do not know the vaccination status of individuals. All right. So this is a real problem. Uh, First off. You're a scientist. There's a difference between thirty and forty and fifty people. So twenty-nine is okay, and fifty-one. I, mean, I don't. I mean, the, the difference between twenty and fifty is almost as much as what you just said. So I mean, there's got to be a, 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 a some kind of algorithm or mathematical equation that makes twenty less risky than 50 or 40, right? So, I, I mean, this is, that's absurd. It's an absurd statement to make. Anything, under a, anything over 100, I mean, you know, I, I know you gotta, you got to draw the line somewhere. They're, they're calling mega events in California a thousand. Uh, so, you know, that's, uh, that's what uh, the mask requirement is. Um, so, but, I mean, you can't just be sitting out there throwing out numbers, 30, 20, 30, I mean, it's ridiculous. It's absolutely absurd. And I just love this idea that an event where there's lots of people and you cannot confirm the vaccination status of everyone in attendance. Nobody can confirm the vaccination status of anybody. Except the the, the pharmacist at the Albertsons, they gave it to you. He knows if he remembers you. But that's it. Right, I mean, think about it for a second. Are you vaccinated? Yes. Uh, show me proof. Oh, here's my card. All right. Well, then you're vaccinated. You don't know if that person's vaccinated. There are probably as many fake cards out there as there are green cards in California and nationwide. And the uh, you know, the trafficking of blank CDC cards increased significantly right around the time that they were talking about mandates for workers. So there's absolutely no way to know. And that's assuming you ask for proof. If you put on your invitation for the open house for the holiday cheer, uh, we respectfully request that uh, all our attendees be vaccinated. Right? And uh, you send the card out to all your friends and neighbors, and you have the open house, and you just assume everybody's being honest. People do lie. So there's absolutely no way of knowing if someone is vaccinated for sure. Right. And, and, you know, the requirement, as I like to remind people all the time, uh, you know, for you to, uh, you know, get on a a plane or get on a boat or, you know, whatever, wherever they're requiring vaccinations these days, the requirement is not that you're vaccinated. The requirement is that you can demonstrate proof of vaccination. You see the difference? All right. uh, So when we come back. Um, We got to talk a little bit more about this UK study because uh, it's not being talked about. It's a a, a concrete evidence now uh, that the Omicron variant uh, is clearly a lot weaker than the Delta variant. Why it is more contagious, who knows? Uh, But, uh, you know, these spike in cases – No purchase necessary for you prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, amount to a little more than a lot of people uh, getting uh, a cold. I mean, because that's exactly what the symptoms are. And uh, there's a lot of people talking about perhaps this could be the ticket out. If everybody, you know, then will then have the antibodies, they'll have had COVID in some form and we can be over this. So it might be just a, a Christmas gift. Uh, wrapped up uh, in a COVID uh, wrapping paper. Now, uh, that's all coming up next. Lou Penrose in for Mike Slater on San Diego's Talk AM 760. Oh, of the break and going back into the Mike Slater show, it must mean it's Christmas time. Lou Penrose in for Mike Slater on San Diego's Talk AM 760. Good to be with you. Uh, headline in the Los Angeles Times, How Much More Can We Take? Omicron Complicates Hope for Recovery and Healing in 2021. So, good news. A United Kingdom study released yesterday found Omicron infections are less likely to lead to hospitalizations than earlier earlier variants. Researchers say that uh, mostly because Omicron tends to reinfect people who have already had COVID, not because it's inherently significantly less dangerous than the Delta variant. Really? How does the virus know that people have had COVID? And if The purpose of a vaccine is to give you a little bit of COVID so your body builds up the immunity so that you don't get COVID. Wouldn't the virus be fooled? How could they possibly know that? Scientists stress uh, reductions in uh, severity need to be weighed against the fact that Omicron spreads faster than Delta. They don't know. So they so bottom line, they have absolutely no idea. They're throwing, dar- throwing darts at a dartboard with the lights off. Uh, I say go with how you feel. Uh, if you, you know, don't feel well, go lay down and rest. And then when you feel better, get up and go back to work. Right? That's my testing. If you feel really bad and having ha- ha- hard time breathing, uh, call your doctor. If he tells you to go to the ER, go to the ER. You know, like the way we normally live. But it is good news that it's weaker. Two
0: new studies done in Britain suggest that the Omicron variant may be milder than the Delta version of COVID-19. The analysis comes from the Imperial College London COVID-19 response team, which looked at hospitalization risks for Omicron cases in England and found that people infected with that variant are about 20% less likely to be hospitalized than those who have the Delta variant. It's important to note, the scientists say even if these findings hold up, they still need to be weighed against the fact that Omicron spreads a whole lot faster than Delta, which means infections could still overwhelm hospitals. Tanya J. Powers, Fox News.
1: Yeah, so that was almost exactly what uh, what I just told you. Uh, that's, so that's the concern, the overwhelming of hospitals. Um, well, you know, that, this is where it started. I mean, you know, President Biden said we're not in March of, of, of 2019. We, we are, if that's the attitude, because that was the whole reason. They sent everybody home. It was because COVID-19 was so contagious. It was far more contagious than the flu, right? Isn't, wasn't that the original narrative? More contagious than the flu. Uh, so its it, symptoms are like the flu, uh, just a bad flu. Uh, and um, But, you know, don't minimize it. Uh, it, uh, it really can hit people hard and it spreads. It was more contagious. And that means that a lot more people could get it at the same time, unlike the flu, where, you know, some people get it, like, in December, some people get it in February you know, during the flu season. But that was the concern with COVID-19. Before we had Delta and, uh, you know, Omicron, and the, back when we just called it the Wuhan flu, or at least some people did. And the concern was it was going to overwhelm the hospitals and the intensive care units. And we would not have enough ventilators, so now we're exactly, and we're in the exact same spot. We're, we're, the narrative is that well, it's not uh, the symptoms are not nearly as severe, and uh, you know nobody seems to have to go to the hospital. We're at nowhere at the same rate as they did with the Delta variant and the original coronavirus, but since it spread, the small percentage of people that do need to use the hospital. Uh, you know, will be a, a bigger pool of people, right? So it's a, far more people will have Omicron, and even though a very slight percentage of those people will ever need the hospital, that's just more people in general. So I, I follow the logic, but that will then always be the case. What if the next Greek letter... Uh, you know, uh, is is that it, there? You know, it, there's another variant out there. You can test positive for it, and you are in fact asymptomatic. With a half a billion tests out there, I, I think out of boredom, people might just start taking tests. What do you do? You put it in your mouth, or do you have to do that thing in the bathroom, like pregnant women? Uh, so, yeah, I mean, just with all these tests floating around, you just might as well play with it. Uh, and so they, what if the next variant, people are asymptomatic, no symptoms, but you test positive for the, I don't know, omega variant, right? But like one half of 1% have some symptoms. And if those uh, of that one half of one percent of you know uh, asymptomatic Omega variant COVID people, some of those people might have a compromised immune system. Therefore, uh, you know we, we don't want to put pressure on the hospitals because it spread even more quickly than the Omicron variant. So, do you see what I'm saying? The logic will always be that way. It'll always be that way. It's a big world. So there'll always be a small percentage of people that have to go to the hospital and we will never have enough hospital beds as there are people. And since there's a push out there, and, and trust me, I'm getting incredible pushback uh, on, my, uh, on my Twitter account from people who think that I am a, an oaf, a selfish boor, for suggesting out loud that you don't need to test yourself. There's no value in knowing that you're COVID positive. You don't feel well. That's all you need to know. People are like, oh, come on, you're so selfish. How can you be so selfish? So I'm going to lose that battle, I think, uh, as the warped sense of thinking that you have some societal obligation to waive your negative COVID test wherever you go. That's what you should really be walking around with, right? Instead of a mask, you should put, you know, put a uh, Put a, like a, you should get like a, a piece of a, a paper or something that you can pin to your jacket that says, I have a no negative COVID test. I'm, I'm negative for COVID. But then you have to be careful in even suggesting or joking around like that because now you're trivializing the Holocaust. But th- don't you think that's where it will go? I mean, you have to produce a negative test Or the fact that you've been vaccinated now for so much of society, if you're working, right? If you live in the state of California. And then they're sending half a billion COVID tests out in the mail. And there aren't that many Americans. They're going are that 330 million Americans and they're sending 500 million tests out there. So they obviously want you to keep testing. I don't know who's paying for all this, by the way. Last I checked, we were running a deficit. So we're, we're, we're sending out more COVID tests than anybody needs uh, so that you can test yourself to demonstrate to who? Somebody that you don't have COVID. So why wouldn't they make that somehow available publicly? right? So you wouldn't have to just tell people I tested negative, because what good is that? What, what good is taking a COVID test in your house and then walking on out and saying, oh, no, I tested negative. Well, where's the test? It's at the house. So they, they, they should make it portable and, and somehow attachable to, uh, you know, so you, eventually you don't have to talk to people. They can just see uh, you wearing that, uh, you know, special pack. Oh, there we go again. I don't want to trivialize the Holocaust. But when I went, in, I went in to go pick up my son's medication, uh, the other day. And when I went into the pharmacy, there's like a great big, like, I don't know if it's a radar detector or whatever it is that somehow tells, uh, you know, the person sitting at the table, uh, what my body temperature is. Right. So I, I don't have to get like, you know, have the thermometer placed on my forehead, like we used to have to do. Now there's like some kind of scantron that just checks my body temperature. By the way, my body temperature is my own personal privacy. But I get it, uh, you know, personal privacy out the window these days. Uh, everything is uh, public knowledge. Uh, so, you know, if, why wouldn't that still be the case? Just like some kind of a, uh, a transponder, like when you go on the toll road, right? That you can just walk through and hear a beep beep uh, that you tested negative uh, for COVID that week. I mean, these are the kinds of things uh, that they're thinking about. And, and by the way, if you think it's restrictive here, you should see how they're handling it in China. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, for as far as we know, you you never really know what's going on in China. I know that people like to pretend that China is just like every other nation, you know, and that you know, they they put out news reports and uh, you can listen to their news networks and and that everything is uh, you know on the up and up. Uh, That's not true. Uh, Under totalitarian regime, you have absolutely no idea what's happening in China. You only know what the government wants you you to know. Uh, So the fact that uh, uh, they're having COVID problems in China uh, is startling that they're even uh, uh, announcing that. But how they are handling it in China, you're not going to believe it. I have it, and I'll share it with you. That's coming up next on the Mike Slater Show. Lou Penrose sitting in for Mike Slater on San Diego's Talk AM760. You can feel it in my bones. AM760 celebrates the best in podcasting at our 2022 iHeartRadio Podcast Awards Thursday, January 13th at the iHeartRadio Theater in Los Angeles. Head to iHeartPodcastAwards.com. That's the, the way well, they created their own website address just for this, iHeartPodcastAwards.com. And vote for who you think uh, should win the podcast of the year. Someone just tweeted out to me, vaccine passports won't last. Digital ID will quickly take their place. It will be adopted by megacities with the goal of weeding out the unclean. Eventually, barcodes may alert businesses to health status, criminal records, credit social scores. Did anyone else watch Black Mirror? I, don't, I have not watched Black Mirror. But yes, I, I think that that's true. Uh, I, I mean, why would you not go in this direction? The idea uh, that your personal privacy, uh, certainly your medical privacy, uh, is, uh, is uh, important, has gone way out the window for the good of the state. And if they're going to start putting, you know, your vaccine status on a QR code, why not put all your vaccines on the same QR code? And for that matter, all the medications you're taking on that QR code. Right. So if you're traveling out of town and get hit by a car, uh, the people in the ER know what, what medicines you're on. You've got a blood thinner or something, right? I mean, why, why, why wouldn't that logically follow? And then all the other important information that you need, why would not put that on the barcode? Like, you know, emergency contact information. Put that on the QR code. And then, you know, I mean, they, they already, you know, what is it, what's the name of the girl that the list is uh, so that you can go to the web? Megan's Law, right? I mean, if you're, if you're a sex offender, put that on the barcode your entire criminal record on the barcode. So I'd have to look it up when I run a credit report on you. Oh, yeah, put your credit score on the barcode, too. Make it easier for the landlord, or the leasing agent. I mean, what would be the rationale to not do that if just your vaccine status is necessary for society to function? Do you see how, you know, how easily the slippery slope moves along when you start violating people's Uh, You know, uh, the, the, the personal privacy. When it becomes not just appropriate, but patriotic. According to President Joe Biden. To demand people become vaccinated and to ask people if they are vaccinated, as Dr. Fauci said, and to throw people out of your house if they're not. Right? The difference between that being a normal cultural norm in our country, uninviting people, healthy people, because you believe they're unvaccinated and then adding your credit score to your QR code is not a long stretch. It's closer than you think. All right. Speaking of totalitarianism, uh, China, they got the problems with the COVID uh, Omicron variant, but listen to what they're doing.
0: The U.S. added more than 238,000 new COVID 19 infections in the past 24 hours, with more than 2,000 new deaths, according to Johns Hopkins. California health care workers have until February 1st to get a COVID booster shot or risk losing their jobs. Yeah, by the way, can we just pause right
1: there for a second? Think about that. Uh, February 1st, that's the mandate for all California health care workers. One won't the Omicron variant have swept through all of California by February 1st if it's that contagious? I mean, if it's doubling and redoubling and, and if, it's, if it's increasing by 200 to 500 percent daily, won't it be moot, M U T E O oh, M O O T, Right. I mean, won't it be insignificant by February 1st? Whether or not they got their booster. Assuming the booster is to protect you from the Omicron variant which 30% of all Omicron cases in the United States were boosted.
0: Tennessee has adjusted its COVID death toll. Health officials say a review puts that number at more than 20,600, adding almost 3,000 deaths. Globally, China is trying to control new COVID outbreaks with a lockdown of 13 million people. In the- wait, 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 wait what, what, what is China trying to do? Globally, China is trying to control new COVID outbreaks with a lockdown of 13 million people in the city of Xi'an after a spike of cases.
1: 13 million people can't leave their homes in China. See, that's totalitarianism. That is a country that believes the state is more important than the individual. Uh, That is the, the exact opposite of the United States Constitution and the philosophy of freedom here in the United States. And that is the individual is supreme. You are the most important person. And we begrudgingly collect a government together and lend it, begrudgingly, a little bit of our freedom, primarily to protect us and protect our wives while we're at work. Really, that's really what it comes down to, police and fire uh, and, uh, and, and, and have a military to protect us from invaders and foreigners. That's—I mean—that—that—that's—that's that, you know, that's the whole reason that you have a government under American philosophy. Everything else is superfluous and a waste. Right. That's the only reason. Other, other, otherwise, uh, you know. Uh, we, if we just start giving everything to the government, then the government becomes more important, more, more important than the individual. And then you get into a very statist form of government, uh, which is where they are in Europe today, where the state is more important than the individual. And then you take it one step further and you have a totalitarian form of government where nothing is more important than what the government says. And the individual will be damned and the individual does not have God-given rights and freedom. Because the state can lock you up 13 million people in China.
0: Globally, China is trying to control new COVID outbreaks with a lockdown of 13 million people in the city of Xi'an after a spike of cases. In Canada, Quebec's premier says starting Sunday, gatherings inside homes will be limited to six people or two family bubbles. Tanya J. Powers, Fox News.
1: So in Canada, so it's encroaching it's coming here. It's not just our own, uh, you know, leaders that want us to become more like Canada, more like Europe. And eventually that just leads to be more like China. Uh, in Canada, uh, the government is uh, re- restricting your ability uh, to, uh, to gather. So keep a sharp eye on it, because I'm telling you, we're going to have to all push back together. Uh, wrestling power away from these people in the United States is not going to be easy. And it's, it's going to be like tipping over a Coca-Cola vending machine. You have to rock it back and forth a couple of times before finally it falls over. Speaking of elections, President Joe Biden says he is running and wants President Trump in the race. We'll talk about it and I'll share it all with you. Uh, It's uh, all a sound from television that I want to share with you. That's all coming up next. Lou Penrose in for Mike Slater on the Mike Slater Show on San Diego's talk AM 760.